You are listening to the CX America's Desk to Desk podcast. I'm your host, Marie. From my desk to yours, we're building bridges across Cisco and across CX Americas. Join me as we strengthen proximity, amplify voices, and have a great time. Grab a cup of coffee, settle in, and let's get into it. Every June, we celebrate Pride Month. At Cisco, our LGBTQ employees and loved ones remain top of mind throughout the year, driving action across our company. One example of this work is the effort to increase awareness of what pronouns are and integrating those pronouns into the tools we use at Cisco. This past May, Cisco launched the capability for our employees and contractors to add their pronouns to their employee directory profile, viewable by anyone in Cisco. Accompanying this launch, Cisco also launched an internal training, Introductions to Pronoun and Gender Neutral Language. A few weeks following, Cisco WebEx introduced a pronoun field for our customers, including our employees. While this may seem like a simple tool change, the journey to reach these milestones was anything but simple. In this episode, we will hear from two people who are instrumental in bringing the pronouns training and pronouns tools integration to Cisco. Maddie Barrel, a digital experience manager in Cisco's CX Americas, and Dr. Angel Velez, one of Cisco's people consultants. Dr. Velez, thank you again so much for joining us today. From your perspective as an ally, how do you define allyship and why is it important for allies to share pronouns and why was it important for you to help drive an initiative around pronouns at Cisco? Hi, thank you so much for having me in the podcast. Uh, I really appreciate being here as, a, as an ally of the community. Uh, my name is Dr. Angel Velez, pronouns him, him, his, el. Uh, you know, I always got to put my Spanish in there. Uh, but part of, you know, uh, of how I define allyship, you know, it, it, is that it's an ongoing process uh, of developing uh, relationships based on trust, based on consistency, uh, but also accountability uh, with marginalized individuals uh, or groups of people. Uh, in this case, we're talking about the LGBTQ community, um, you know, uh, but it involves uh, using your privilege uh, and position of, of power uh, to challenge and advocate for the rights of, of others who might be facing uh, systemic oppression uh, uh, and discrimination. Uh, and based on that, I will say that, you know, that the current attacks on the LGBTQ uh, plus community uh, impacts all of us uh, and this, then the current legislations uh, taking place uh, nationally uh, that are attacking the LGBTQ community is, is heinous and, and is wrong on all levels and we need to uh, continuously advocate and protect uh, our community. So uh, I hope that answers the, uh, some of the questions. Thank you. Thank you so much. And Maddie, I'm going to come to you next. I'm fortunate enough to get to work with Maddie pretty regularly. Maddie, would you mind breaking down what 
pronouns are, why we should be talking about them, why should Cisco be talking about them, and uh, what implication does that have outside of just the Cisco space and beyond work? My name is Maddie. Uh, as Marie mentioned, my pronouns are they, them. Um, and yeah, pronouns are an important part of who we are and how we show up. Um, particularly at Cisco, we are driven by our conscious culture, um, which speaks to the importance of everyone being aware, you know, the, their, there's where the word conscious comes in, of the environment that they're a part of, um, feel accountable, empowered, and expected to act in creating a culture where we all can feel safe and thrive. Um, when we feel safe and like we belong, we are more motivated and more empowered to be our best selves. Um, this includes ensuring those folks who have been traditionally marginalized, including non-binary, gender non-conforming, binary trans folks and others uh, feel seen and respected at work. Um, and especially with Gen Z being the most openly gender fluid generation, Cisco and other companies need to get prepared to support our emerging LGBTQ plus talent. Um, additionally, a lot of folks don't feel safe to be themselves outside of work and may experience discrimination for being out. Having pronouns integrated in our tools at Cisco makes it that much easier to create a sense of belonging for those who need it the most. Thanks, Manny. Thank you for sharing that. Dr. Velez, I'm going to come over to you. So can you share with us how you became involved in um, this initiative around pronouns at Cisco and, and why was it important to you to become involved and to help drive an effort like that here at Cisco? In um, last year, I became part of the self-ID team uh, where they were working to enable um, kind of uh, self-identification uh, within 25 countries. And from that project, um, the pronouns team emerged and I was invited to be a part of the team as a subjectmatic expert in regards to fairness and inclusion here at Cisco. Uh, so part of my work at Cisco is just that, is ensuring that uh, we have a, a company where people can do their best work. So part of this you know, work in the pronouns team was to ensure that uh, we have a continuation of the work uh, that was started within self-ID. Um, but most specifically, um, to share our pronouns within uh, uh, Workday, within uh, the WebEx uh, teams, um, to make sure that uh, uh, we model what we want from our employees uh, and our conscious culture of uh, empowering and inclusive future for all. Um, and I was excited because I already used it in higher education. I used to... Uh, work in higher education for about 10 years. Uh, I was doing my PhD and and so we were already modeling that work in higher education and bringing it to a corporate space was, was the next step. And I was excited to learn that there were folks here that wanted to do the great work and there were uh, individuals that were part of the community involved in the process. Uh, so for me, it was of great joy because if you look at my social media, I used it in my social media. Uh, I use it. I use it when I introduce myself, uh, and I want people to model that behavior because it makes us better, and it, it stops us from misgendering people, uh, and, and and that's part of 
And that's the part why I became excited in engaging with this team. Um, and and I want to point something else that I forgot to say earlier, which was about, you know, uh, that sharing your pronouns is, is critical for allies, right? Uh, because it definitely creates a more welcoming environment uh, for all of us, uh, particularly with people who might be uh, gender non-conforming and non- non-binary Uh you know, I have friends that are that are trans. I have friends that are gay. I have family that are LGBTQ. So, so this is also showing them that I care for them, that I appreciate them, and, and that I welcome them in in my circle. So, uh, I want to expand that knowledge everywhere I go. Thank you for sharing that, and I love the passion behind creating a a, a community where everyone is welcome to to be their authentic selves and to show up as they are. And um, I, I love seeing the, the passion behind that. So thank you for sharing that. Maddie, can you share how your journey to bring pronouns to Cisco began and what were some of the considerations in those early stages that were made um, before the work began on this effort? Yeah. Um, so there were, there's already some work that was being done around pronouns before this team was formed. Um, there was excitement, I think, across a couple of different teams to get the pronouns integrated into our internal tools. However, we realized um, as a pronouns team, actually, our our lovely leader, Taryn Patrick, uh, kind of stepped in and was like, wait. <laughs> We need to make sure that we that uh, before we start launching pronouns at Cisco that we feel as a company we're ready for such a launch. Like, is is our culture ready? Are are people ready? Like, are do we have enough education materials? Do we have uh, resources for folks who are confused or like need to speak to HR? Like, do we do we have these things in place before we kind of like throw pronouns to the wolves basically is how it was <laughs> how it felt a little bit um but at, at that point um we kind of stepped in and the team was assembled i i think very similar to the avengers <laughs> um but yeah at, at that point we were really there to consult on the change make sure that the the organization was prepared um and especially to make sure that the folks who um are this change is intended to benefit so folks who are gender non-conforming non-binary trans folks like even cisgender folks who might get misgendered, which is the word for uh, using the wrong pronoun for someone, like making sure that those folks are actually receiving a benefit before we just make the switch. It sounds like there was a lot of thoughtful consideration as we um, led up to this new introduction. And you brought something up, Maddie, um, and and either of you are, are welcome to answer this, but why was this internal pronouns training created? Why do we need this? What other work was done to make sure that, uh, like Maddie mentioned, that our team was ready for this? Uh, how did that come about and, and how did those evaluations and um, that research happen as, 
as this training was developed? I think the introduction of the pronouns training course what um, was created in in response to a growing awareness uh, of the importance of inclusive language uh, and the need to create safer spaces for marginalized uh, communities and individuals. Uh, and, and so so for us, it, you know, it felt uh, that we needed uh, a course that was a little bit more interactive uh, so that individuals that may not be as comfortable uh, start getting some of that knowledge. Uh, because what we're not trying to do here is uh, for people to get scared and kind of walk away from what we're trying to do, but it's really creating a portfolio of educational materials so that people could actually learn that what we're trying to do is make a better organization and a better business uh, where people can be themselves. Uh, and that includes all of us. And at Cisco, you know, we have a, a, a code of business conduct. We have a harassment in the workplace policy. Uh, we have an equal employment opportunity and affirmative action policy, right? So we have, and this is part of who we are. So we want people to be the, the their best selves and show support for people who, you know, uh, might not have the same values. Uh, and for us, it, it was critical and it was necessary, uh, particularly as it refers to uh, respecting and recognizing uh, gender identities and expressions. But it sounds like there was a lot of background work that that went into that. Maddie, was there anything that you wanted to share along those lines? So on t on top of the of the training, I wanted to mention that we also were very keen to think about our leaders and what and how can our leaders, especially you know our executives, model the behavior, the the ask that we are asking of of our, our broader Cisco community, which is. Um, if you feel comfortable, share your pronouns, and regardless if you, you know, share your pronouns, make sure you respect those, uh, the pronouns of others. So, we created a, a manager's, a brief, manager's brief um, as part of our resources um, and had continual conversations with executive leadership um, just to make sure that we had the right folks modeling, you know, the behavior that we want to see at Cisco. To Maddie's point about respect, I think universally that's something that everyone wants when they show up to work or in any kind of setting. Everyone wants to feel respected and like they're in an environment um, where they can they can be who they are and show up as as who they are. And um, I I love that Cisco is working to create a place where everyone can feel respected, regardless of. Um, how they choose to show up or identify in different ways. So thank you for sharing that. What were some of the challenges that you and your team faced as you were in this process of advocating for pronouns at Cisco? I would say, I mean, just kind of going back to the comment that I just made about leadership, um, one of the bigger challenges we had was getting in it, and we are still working on this somewhat, but we have better grasp on it, but getting executive sponsorship and making sure that we had 
um, executive support behind this initiative because what we're what we're asking of Cisco is basically a culture shift here, um, which um, means like pronouns are or are usual part of, of a regular site that we see at Cisco. That's that's the ultimate goal that we're trying to achieve here. Um, on on top of that, like making ensuring that folks uh, feel respected and welcome at Cisco. Um, so that was, I'd say, one of the bigger challenges we ran into. Um, and another, I mean, we've, we've talked about this before too, but just, um, ensuring that like the culture of Cisco was ready, like our, like anticipating, you know, all, all kinds of feedback that we could be receive receiving, um, as a result of adding pronouns to Cisco and, and making sure that, you know, regardless of, of whatever negative feedback we, we might receive that isn't constructive because thank you to those who give constructive <laughs> negative feedback, but to the folks who just like downright don't agree and, and, and like are upset about it, like can't, we had to answer the question, can we manage that as a company and can we make sure that we can protect the folks who are most vulnerable um, because this will make people more visible make it like for me example my pronouns are they them and i have them shared in both of our employee directory and in webex and um whereas i might feel comfortable doing that like not all folks might because it it increases your visibility and we wanted to make sure um that those who do choose to share their pronouns in the queer community feel safe to do so um regardless of what kind of feedback we could be getting I would I would like to say that we have an overwhelming positive feedback um, because of the groundwork that the Pride community was doing here at Cisco and also the the DEI leadership um, have been paving the way with the work uh, that they have been doing uh, prior to pronouncing being created um so a uh, part of our effort was to always involve you know the, the pride community in everything we did right so uh but to tell you about maybe one thing is that you know i often receive the emails of people who disagree with the pronouns uh so I and another team member have to respond to some of these negative emails. Uh, and that's the things that people actually don't see is, is that interaction between uh, the pronouns work and the feedback, right? It's our goal is to make the, our company more inclusive uh, for everyone. And this is a part of that. We are trying to get folks to come along with us on, on their allyship journey. And some people just don't want to be on that journey. And that is their choice, and that is something that I'm accepting. But I would say that having allies be able to be like the front line for people who are, you know, marginalized is amazing. It's great. So thanks, Angel. <laughs> like I said earlier, right, in regards to allyship, is putting our privilege uh as a as a barrier, right? But our work as DEI. Uh, as a DEI team is to ensure the safety of everyone in our communities, right? And, and, and this is just part of that. And, and and just as a personal note, I don't know if I can put this here, but uh, we're in the wake of the seventh year of the Pulse mass shooting. 
right? It was yesterday, the seventh year anniversary. Um, and my brother-in-law was one of the, the people that was saving lives in there. Uh, he got a medal for that. Uh, and he's been dealing with a lot of, you know, mental health issues. And so, so I see firsthand that the impact that uh, it could have, right? Uh, not putting yourself in, 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 in that position, right? So we want to make sure that we, um, you know, I, I don't want to start crying here, but, you know, in a position to, to, to help in a position to uh, care for others. And it takes vulnerability, it takes honesty. Um, and, and it hurts because I've seen it firsthand, right? Where, you know, I, my brother-in-law still lives in Orlando. and uh, But this is what drives my work. It, it, um, and yeah, I, I don't want to start crying here. I don't want to, uh, um, but, but, but but it is it is definitely personal because, you know, of what I know the impact that these attacks could have on the community or, and that are having on the community, uh, particularly around mental health issues, uh, and you know, we, we know they. You know, this suicide that is happening in the in the trans community. We know about. Uh, I mean. You, you all know this, but it, it, this work needs to be personal for, for us who are allies and who want to make the world a better place. Yeah. Um, it, it, I mean, it, it is personal. Like it's, it's so personal and we have, we have to make it personal because these are people who live in our communities. Like these are people who are targeted for being themselves and let we, like, we are, we are part of the same community. Like we can't let, those folks um be left behind um so thank you dr angel for your allyship and and thank you to all the allies who stand up for folks when they need it most thank you for sharing that and i feel like a lot of um what we've heard so far throughout this entire conversation is that it comes from a place of wanting to just be open arms and and be a place of love and a representation of love for people in whatever community they may find themselves in and just it it takes vulnerability and it takes the, the willingness to open your heart to maybe people or ideas that might not be the same as yours, that might not look the same as yours, that might not identify in the same way as you, and being willing to have those open arms and to be people who will stand up for and and advocate for and and just share that love and, and respect and acceptance with the community. And so thank you for for sharing that personal connection. Thank you. There are people dying. And the least we could do is sharing our pronouns. That's a low-hanging fruit for all of us. Yeah. It's not affecting you. It, people are actually dying because of these attacks on the community. There's nothing simpler that I could do than just say, my pronouns are he, him, his, el. Yeah. It doesn't take a lot, it doesn't take a lot of effort. 
Yeah, and I think it's important to to highlight that connection between the like this violence that we see and pronouns because and I know like I'm just in total inclusive language efforts. Um, people don't understand the power of of words, and they don't understand maybe that like words are really important for normalizing people's existence. So. Um, the way that pronouns, you know, connects to the violence that we're uptick in violence that we're seeing um, against LGBTQ plus folks is when allies share their pronouns and how like create a space for folks who are in the LGBTQ plus community to share their pronouns. It shows us that there is one, at least one space in the world where we're safe to be ourselves. Um, it is like there is like an element of safety every time that you it, like me personally, I share my pronouns. I don't always choose to share them depending on where like where I am, what the like situation might be. Um, and being able to come to work and share my pronouns and 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 know that um, while not everybody gets sit right all the time like people are trying and they like really do respect me like that means like so much to me and it shows other people who you know might disagree with me being in existence that like hey I exist and people support me and like it kind of dampens their voice and it kind of uplifts my my voice and my visibility um so that like and just for folks across the community uplifting them and and showing that like we we are here we we exist we're in, we're in every space we're we're in the grocery store we're on your we're on the sidewalk we're at work like we were here um so yeah i just wanted to call that piece out because i i don't know if it's always so clear that like the work that we're doing is while it's not like directly saving anybody it's a really important part of creating a culture where everyone can feel safe to visit the flip side of that coin, what were some of the more rewarding moments in this journey of um, standing up the ability for people to share their pronouns in different platforms um, on Cisco? What were some of those wins and happy moments for the team? The response, though, has been made, like, overwhelmingly positive, um, to the addition of pronouns in our in our directory and in WebEx. Um, so many folks have reached out to the team in general or to specific folks on the team and, and said, thank you. Thank you for doing this. Um, we need this. We want more efforts like this. And that is that's always really amazing. I I um I remember I I've been kind of you know doing some pronouns work personally for a, a little while and, and and this formal project um, really helped uh, seal it and and get it distributed across Cisco. But um, it just it always feels good to have someone come up to you and message you directly and say like you are the reason why I can show up as myself today. It's scaffolding, right? We we lay one foundation and then we'll build. In, on top of that, and, and this speaks to the possibility uh, of this work to make uh, our company better for everyone. Um, and this is just exciting to me uh, because what's next uh, is going to continue to 
to move us to the direction where we want to be, which is uh, having a respectful culture uh, for everyone. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. And I can I can see the team cheering for some of those wins for sure. Um, so this next question, uh, I, I specifically want to, we, we've talked uh, about some of it as we've gone through this conversation, um, but there, this is new and a lot of people might be new to sharing or using or identifying with pronouns in kind of a, a very direct way or putting them on platforms, um, things like that. It, it's a new experience for a lot of people. Um, so for allies to the LGBTQ plus community who are new to this, how can they learn more about pronouns? What are other ways that people can show their allyship outside of sharing pronouns? And and what can that journey look like for someone who does want to be respectful and be an ally, but maybe this is new for some people? Pronouns are new to a lot of folks, but I do want to reiterate that we use them every day. Like we, 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 even the folks who aren't really aware that they're using them, it's just integrated deeply in our language and how we show up in the world. Um, so I think acknowledging that and, and just kind of grappling like what pronouns are, um, and how to use them respectfully. There are a bunch of really awesome resources. If you are a Cisco employee, you should check out the self ID pronouns resources on the self ID SharePoint page. Um, but outside of that, there are a bunch of awesome resources that that run through why pronouns are important, how to use them respectfully. Um, and yeah, and, and like why it should be a part of your allyship. Um, but outside of sharing your pronouns, um, there are tons of ways that allies can show up. But uh, another way that people can be great allies is just show show up, stay curious, be open. I th that's what I tell people the most. I th I think like it, when folks come to me and they're a little concerned, maybe a little scared about pronouns. I think there's a lot of hesitancy sometimes around pronouns and and my answer to them is just like be open to making mistakes, give yourself grace, give others grace, but also be committed to learning more. Um and just staying open um and believe the folks who tell you who they are. Um and trust that they know themselves the best. So, yeah. Um, Dr. Angel, do you have anything to add? Maddie, you just did a mag drop. There's nothing else that I could add. I think you covered <laughs> all well. And I just want to thank you publicly uh, for all the work you have done in pronouns. You have been instrumental in this work. And, and we're happy that as, as part of the community and, and doing this work, uh, that we can collaborate uh, here uh, at Cisco. So really happy uh, to have met you and, and collaborated uh, with you in the, on this project. Thank you, Dr. Angel. Yes, I, I, I'm so grateful to have met you and to know it's such an amazing ally um, and to have gotten to work on this project with a great team and, and to just see the passion and the drive to 
keep pushing us forward as a company. So thank you for everything that you do. And and shout out to the full team. Um, just final. <laughs> but thanks to everyone who made this happen and, and all of our stakeholders too, who were instrumental in, in this whole process. I'm going to send this question to both of you as we wrap up today. We're enjoying the beginning of some summer celebrations and Pride Month. We've got Fourth of July. We've got all sorts of summer activities coming up. So what is on your summer activity bucket list, your warm weather bucket list for this year? I mean, I I recently discovered in the past like year that I like fishing. <laughs> And I'm looking forward to standing at the end of a dock with a beer in my hand and catching some fish. Hey, maybe you can invite me one time, you know, yeah. I can learn I can learn some some techniques, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, just going to the beach with, with my son uh, and, and with my family uh, here in Chicago. Uh, as you know, Illinois is one of the friendliest LGBTQ uh, states in the country. So uh, you're always welcome to the beach here in Chicago. <laughs> Where is the beach in Chicago? That's my question. <laughs> you know, we have a lake, but it has some waves. So we call it a beach and it has, sand, it has sand and stuff like that. So love it. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thank you both again so much for joining us today. I really appreciate your passion, your drive, your uh, leadership, and your willingness to share your experience here on the podcast today um, and look forward to seeing what the team does next. Thank you both. Thank you. Thank you. That was Maddie Barrel and Dr. Angel Velez discussing pronoun integration across Cisco platforms. To learn more about Cisco's diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts, visit us online at cisco.com. Thank you for listening to the CX America's Desk to Desk podcast. We hope that you enjoyed today's program. Tune in next time as we continue to build bridges and create meaningful connection. From my desk to yours, I hope to see you back soon.